Welcome to the E&S Wolves podcast with your host, Nathan Judah, and Wolves correspondent, Tim Spears. Well, hello everybody. Welcome to episode 103. That's 103 of the E&S Wolves. Podcast, last one of 2018, boo-hoo. But at least I'm not on my own. I'm delighted to be joined by... Absolute, actually, I, I am on my own. There's, there's no one else here. There's no one else here. I'm all on my own own in London, but hopefully, by the powers of modern technology, um, can, can you hear me? Can you come in? Mr. Timothy Spears? Hello. Uh, is that, is, that, is that Tim Spears on the line? Hello. Multi-award winning sports journalist of the year, Mr. Tim Spears. Hello, is anyone there? What an, what an honour. What, what an honour and a privilege. You, you're live. You're live on the Express and Star. Timothy Spears, Wolverhampton Wanderers correspondent. So who's, I recognise his voice. Am I, am I on Nickelodeon? Who's this? Wow. Who, and, and, and how old are you today, Timothy? <laughs> 27. <And who's> your... <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's your favourite show? Big Brother. Big brother, happy 8th birthday to Timothy Adam Spears. And just for you, here comes Sabrina. We'll be back in a few. Oh, Sabrina. Oh, Sabrina. <laughs> oh, mate, don't. <laughs> don't make that noise. It's a low start. <laughs> it can only uh. get better. Let's be honest, it's been a low 2018, mate, to be fair, for this podcast. So, hence, so hence why no awards. I'm in an unusual spot in the office. Uh, yeah. in, in, the, in the bubble, as it's the commonly and, bizar- and bizarrely known. Yeah. Uh, but so, so, where are you? Describe describe the scene. Um, so I'm I'm in my I'm in my um, London London <laughs> London apartmento that I use from time to time when we have huge games uh, in the capital um, of which I did identify this fixture as um, a potential three or four night stay. Um, obviously, with with Fulham and Spurs. So my my wife and I drove down on on Christmas night. Um, as you do, and uh, stayed down and we're here till the 30th. So we've camped in. Um, I was looking forward. I was, I, I'd booked the... the, the um... well, camped in is, is right for you. <laughs> <laughs> You've minced I've, in. I've booked, <laughs> booked in. Booked in the, um, the business centre yesterday. Um, I'd booked a two-hour slot. Uh, laptop was ready. Microphone was ready. Oh. Um, and Tim was, was ready, sat down, and I'm just saying, okay, here's your link. We have to put a link together so I can join him live. Looking forward to it. You put a nice tweet out. We got 52 questions ready to go and uh, got a response saying, one second, mate, still trying to find my microphone. And then still <laughs> yeah. tried to find still trying to find it. We had to postpone because Mr. Timothy Spears does not have a microphone. But you were in the office today. You are ready to go. In fact, I did enjoy the, 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 um, the explanation of um, I took it to the podcast live event can't remember whether I took it home or not, but to be honest, I was smashed to pieces for the last 20 minutes, so I couldn't remember a thing. Well, I t- yeah, I don't, I don't remember much from that night. Uh, if anyone's seen the microphone uh, yeah. or has stolen it, can you please return it? If anyone saw it at Molyneux and, 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 and know of its last whereabouts, we'll put a reward out of a, of a, of a podcast Abuse of the Week mud, mug that we've, um, we've probably got about 78 left, 79 yeah, no, there was a lot happened that night that I'll regret, and uh, there's more, more things I'm still finding out about, so yeah, great. 
Those, those are what the best nights are, are Tim. But let's be honest, um, haven't haven't really spoken to you properly since Christmas. How was your Christmas? Merry Christmas to you. Oh, it was, uh, well, I, I mean, I did see you on Boxing Day. Um, yeah, but it was it was more of a work related, you know. We're, we're business with business when it comes down to down to match day. You don't have a laugh and a joke at all. It's all business, business, well, business. Well, you don't well, want to well, see how we, we didn't have time for a laugh and a joke because wow, oh, wow. Ha- half twelve kickoff. Uh, I planned to leave. <laughs> planned. planned to leave at seven thirty yeah. and get there nice and early. Mm. Um, you know, there might be some Boxing Day traffic in London. You never know with the sales. Yeah, so I yeah. set off nice and early. Aim to get there for half ten, two hours before kickoff. Have a little look around Craven Cottage, nice ground, mm-hmm. a bit of food. So I set my alarm for seven. Yeah. Planned to leave at half seven. As Woke you do. up at nine, of course. Wow. Um, in a sweaty panic. Um, <laughs> that's just, and, that's just uh, normal. <laughs> left the house ten minutes later. Uh, oh, but thank Ten minutes later, you must have been stinking. <laughs> uh, but thankfully, there was no traffic. Um, and I did. Uh, did the speed limit all the way um, and made it in good time. So it's oh, right, Switzerland. By the way, um, <laughs> I was having I was having dinner with my with my lovely wife last night, and she did say because I was she was like, I'd love to go to Geneva one day. I'd love to go to Geneva. I'm like, well, you know, <laughs> wolves, wolves potentially could you know go back to the same place they went to this preseason, and you know we can probably tag on a few days at the end or at the beginning where you can come out and, and explore Geneva, and, and instantly she said. Without even saying, oh, that'd be great, or, or, yeah, that'd be lovely, I really appreciate that, or, she said, by the way, you are not, and I repeat, not driving in Switzerland if you go with Tim. <laughs> Tim is driving, you're not driving. I'm telling you, you get a taxi everywhere, you're not driving again. I did try Incredible. to drive, but yeah, couldn't, uh, couldn't quite manage it. Well, yeah, you did in the car park, yeah, we, we, we did the video for that, to be fair, we, we wouldn't have made it. Um, um, but so what how did was you get? Ha- what did, what, go on. Well, how was your Christmas? How, how, was, your, how was your what? How was your Christmas? Don't talk at the same time. Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, was it, um, good? it was good. It was, it was good. It was good, mate. It was good. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I was only there for... I went to, back to the parents' house just outside of Hull. Um, I say Hull like it's posh. Hull. Um, not a great place. Not a great city centre, to be fair, to Hull. Um, but no, it was nice, mate. It was nice. Um, lots of nephews and nieces there. Didn't really encourage me to, to have children in the near future, I'll be honest. Lots of two-year-olds running around. <laughs> Um, but you know, I, I I tried to bring a bit of Christmas cheer on Christmas Eve by going into the garden and, and dressing up as an elf, and and Santa came into the background as we we start our present haul over all over the world. So yeah, they got to see they got to see the real life Santa Claus and the elf. I bet they're scarred for life. I mean, dear <laughs> me. <laughs> what did uh, what did what did, what did Mr. Claus bring you? Um, uh, he brought me two Christmas dinners, which was the the, oh. theme, the theme of my day. Oh, oh, I, could, I, could barely, I could barely walk by the end of it, to be honest. Proper, proper vicar of Dibley. Yeah, I had uh, went to Mrs. Grandparents. Uh, Mrs. Grandparents, about, okay. We had about one o'clock. Yeah, good, um, good time to eat. Really nice meal, but big. It was a oh, big was it? meal. Was well, it? Well, it was kind of it was like one of those where you help yourself on the table. All the all the veg were in a different pot. Okay, that's, like, good, I was, that's good. I yeah. was loading up. I was hungry. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Of course, you haven't eaten. You haven't had any breakfast. Probably a couple of a couple of chalky biscuits or something like that. Maybe a mince pie. But you're ready to eat something savoury. Exactly. So I loaded my plate. I mean, mm, it was, mm. there was no room for the Yorkshire pudding. I had to put that oh. on after I'd had a few mouthfuls. Yorkshire, um, Yorkshire pudding controversial at Christmas. Um, so anyway, it's fantastic. But no, nobody else's plate was that was that full, and I was really I was wondering what, wondering why. Anyway, half an hour later, 
fantastic dinner. I clean my plate. Brilliant. And then, yeah. um, and then um, the grandma brings out a trio of huge desserts. Oh right. no! And they were like, "Oh yeah, this is our thing. Yeah, we always we always have lo- loads and loads of desserts." Oh, the desserts, the thing. So oh, that's God. why that's why they hadn't uh, filled their plates for. Anyway, these three desserts that they they all had all three. Let me think. Let me let me think. I'm going to say something like a Yuletide log, Christmas pudding, and some kind of trifle. They, they don't like Christmas pudding, so it's some kind of chocolate and cherry massive ch- cake. Okay. Like this white chocolate thing with other stuff inside, and then the palate cleanser. Oh, the palate the, cleanser uh, after those two. Was the uh, passion fruit moussey type thing, which was oh. which was which was all very nice. Anyway, by the end of it, I was completely stuffed. And then, like my poor dad went to such a, an effort to make a massive Christmas dinner, and there's me crawling in at six oh, p.m. Oh no! Um, but I managed. I managed it. I took one for the team. Took one for the team, and then yeah, I could barely walk by the end of it. Is it one of those where you where you you inclined to say, oh yeah, I'm really looking forward to this. I'm starving. Yeah, I can't wait. You can't <laughs> yeah. say I'm stuffed, Dad. I've got no interest. Can you? Because I've slaved <laughs> yeah. over a hot stove for a good four or five hours. Mr. Spears, you know, sweating with his with his with his pinny on. You, you can't say anything. But I'm really looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. But yeah, I, I took one for the team, and a very nice day was had by all. Best present. Um, oh, uh, memorable then. Oh. Oh, oh no! Oh, I had some, I had some UGG, Ugg boot slippers, oh, very that, that, comfy. That, that, that's that's nice if you were a lady. <laughs> uh, I had a watch which is connected to my phone now, which is which is excellent. Very nice smart watch. Wow, never heard um, of them before. <laughs> <laughs> Such an idiot. Go on then. What did you have? Uh, well, it was, it was it was a smaller Christmas than usual, but. Um, um, my, my highlights were I'd, I got a nice, uh, nice, nice jacket to wear with with suits, kind of like a smart jacket rather than wearing just like a bomber North Face jacket. I, I have to smart on my image up apparently, so yeah, I've got a nice jacket now to, to wear. Um, and um, the missus got me um, always an either or present, an either or present, which is interesting. So it was either a trip to Toronto to go and watch the Blue Jays, which are a baseball side, as, as many people know, or or a. Yes, you do sleep on the flight there, and um, or um, a night in a haunted house. Ooh. Yes, because um, there's a special haunted house in London apparently where you spend the night and it's proper Scooby Doo esque. So I'm contemplating between. Well, the Toronto trip is either with or without her. She gave me the choice because I can do a boys' trip, or or. Um, I know which one you'll be picking. <laughs> When I say a boy show, I mean on my own. I go on my own. Well, to be right. honest, next to the Toronto um, Skydome where they, where they play, oh, it's called the Rogers Centre now, there was a really cool cinema and there's a Chinese next door. So I could just go back into my old ways, slip in, quick beef, chow men, <laughs> sit at the back row and, and, and jobs are good. Right, 10 minutes, 47 minutes in, 10 minutes, 47 seconds. Let's let's go on to some some football, Tim, some football. Uh, Wolves, okay. Wolves won, Fulham won. Um what, what did you make of it? Again, not a great game, especially in the first half. But they, they a lot better second half, and it could have, it could have, it could have been a lot worse as well. Uh, it was a funny old game. Um, it was a funny old game. It was, it was a funny old game. Fulham, I mean, Fulham was set up like a team uh, that's bottom of the league in terms of five, five defenders, two defensive midfielders. Um, and then they just the plan was to get it to the front three as quickly as possible with the unbelievable Mitrovic, who, by the way, yeah. Wolves should be looking to sign if they can get him somehow um, uh, as as the spearhead. I pay, I, and then, um, can you imagine Mitrovic? Thirty, I pay thirty million quid for him now. I would honestly. 
Yeah, totally. No, he was he was exceptional. And then either side of him, you got Kamara and Schürrle with with the pace. And the front three really troubled Wolves. I mean, Fulham was set up like a team bottom of the league, but they didn't play like one. Um, I'm quite quite impressed with the way that he's trying to do it. It's it's very. Um, it's not very subtle uh, playing so many defensive players on the pitch, but, but no, it's yeah, very very un, un- Ranieri like, really. Yeah, but they've got the worst defence in the country, and, and it's got to be rectified. So, um, so Wolves Wolves struggled with that really. They, they went they went a bit more direct than they w- normally would do. I think in the, in the first half, and it was all kind of down to Jimenez, and then he's completely changed it up at half time uh, with Cavalero, um, and then eventually Costa, very much playing his wingers. Um, hugging the touchline, um, yeah. but of course Wolves don't play with wingers. If you see the uh, the um, the press conference tweet that went a bit viral yesterday uh, of Nuno chastising somebody from the Birmingham Mail for uh, where, where, daring to suggest that Wolves play with wingers, where did where did where did that originally come from then? And, and <coughs> I don't who, know who, who recorded. I don't know who recorded it. If you haven't seen it, a guy called Michael Cox, uh, who's a I think journalist and author, and has a lot of followers, um, tweeted it out yesterday. It came from the post. Liverpool press conference. Yeah. When uh, somebody, well, in fact, I've already said the publication, I probably shouldn't have. Um, asked Nuno um, about his wingers, and Nuno, in a manner. Tore, tore him to shreds, really. In a manner that I've seen time and again, but he's very rarely, <laughs> very rarely seen picked, by the picked public. Up on, picked up he, on camera, yes. Well, because, you know, when he's been when he's been interviewed on camera, he's, he's normally on his best behaviour. Yeah, yeah. But um, but I've seen this time and again and, and been on the receiving end many times, particularly last <laughs> season. I can vouch for that, by the way. Uh, it's not nice uh, and it's very condescending. And, uh, yeah, um, I can see exactly what the guy's trying to ask. But equally, um, Wolves don't play with wingers. So he, he, he took... Anyway, look at this guy, Michael Cox on Twitter. It's zonal underscore marking is his Twitter handle um, and he put the tweet out yesterday and got 1,400 um, likes anyway um, a, lot so, of people lo- so. a lot of people loving Nuno look I'm, I'm, whether, whether it was the question the way it was worded I'm, I'm not too sure I do know that Steve Bruce had massive issues um, with people asking about tactics in, in post-match press conferences that, that he, he felt was almost an attack on on, on, on his thoughts and, and, and his way of thinking and maybe sometimes managers do get a bit tetchy when they're asked um, about different formations do you yeah, feel that that I, might I, be I fair? Think managers, I think managers would, would should welcome the opportunity to be asked about tactics instead of being asked about what do you think about Jose Mourinho being sacked Yeah, which is you know the normal guff he gets from Sky Sports or whatever so um, it's just uh, yeah, you can see what the, what the lads trying to ask, and and but Nuno, if you don't know Wolves, then he, he does kind of pick up pick up on you, on it, um, and it's been he knows he knows who have been there for a while, for, and who have for lack of knowledge up. or whatever. But but yeah. it's yeah, come on, we know what the guy's trying to ask. Just give him a yeah. civil answer. Yeah. Anyway, I digress. They do play with wingers. Well. Sorry. He's only a young lad as well, to be fair. Yeah, uh, I digress. They did play with wingers at Fulham mm. very much so. Um, in fact, Nuno said so himself after the game, which I found quite amusing. And um, went to kind of a flat 3-4-3. Yeah. Patient probing uh, and passing. And Messino really came into his own at that point. That's exactly the kind of thing that he likes. Seeing a lot of the ball. Wolves had about 80% possession um, and tried to thread that needle, really. But with Fulham uh, giving up all hope of attacking, really, at this point... It was attack versus defence, and there was just mm-hmm. no room at all. There was no room at all, and they couldn't create a chance. And then you're always vulnerable to, to a sucker punch. Sessegnon came on, stretched the play. They nearly got a goal from him um, a couple of minutes before, and then, yeah, a dodgy punch from 
Patricio and it's 1-0. Um, and then Wolves just threw everything at it. Um, got a deserved equaliser. I think they, they, they deserved a point. And either team could have won it in what was a, a really uh, frantic last kind of five minutes or so. Cody clearing off the line. Sace hit a 30-yarder 30, 30 inches wide. Um, so all things considered, from a very strange game, um, it was a good point. Hot or not, Tim, then three hot, three not. Um, just, just a little explanation on each. Uh, first one, hot, and, and someone who's who's come into the team and I don't think has, has let Wolves down once yet. I think every every performance he's made a bit of an impact, and that's Romain Saiz. Yeah, I mean, you know, teams teams evolve throughout the season. Formations change, tactics change, and, and personnel will change. You know, you start in 11... Back in August is is never really is unlikely to be you know you preferred eleven come May, um, and the team has evolved now and, and and Sace has become a part of it for me and I think he should stay in the side. Um, he's given them something that they were lacking. I think at the start of the season, Matinho and Neves were given a lot of room to play. Teams opposition teams didn't know what to expect from Wolves. They just um, <coughs> excuse me. So so they had a lot more time on the ball and could play the way that they like to play. We've seen since then that teams are trying to stop them play. They're flooding the midfield. They're targeting Neves and Matinho. So it's um, started to become a less effective tactic. <coughs> Excuse me. You okay there? Um, so, you okay? Yeah, no, I'm still, I'm still getting out of my cold from last week. Anyway, so uh, Sace has come in and uh, the, you know teams have tried to stop Wolves playing and they needed to retaliate with a bit more brute force of their own. And Sace has done that. But he's, he's not just sitting there and protecting the back three. You know, he's... He's got more of a box-to-box role at the moment, and you know we saw him pop up for the equaliser the other day. But could have scored a couple against Liverpool, um, and he's a bit more of an all-action kind of box-to-box player, which we didn't see last season. Um, but I think it suits him quite well, and I'd, I'd like to see him popping up in the box, you know, a bit more because Wolves have missed missed that. They missed that, and Jai left, and uh, they haven't got that kind of player. So fair play to him. Um, got his head down, uh, been very professional, waited for his chance, and taken it. Uh, second hot, uh, Raul Jimenez uh, continues to impress. Really threatening. I thought he had a really, really good game. With, with, with unlucky not to be in the score sheet, but just looks imposing. Yeah, he had a great. Yeah, yeah. Continued his recent great form. He had a really good first half. Nearly scored an absolute worldie where he's chested uh, it and flicked it, and then a little overhead kick. That was excellent. Um, leads the line very well, um, and I'm very, uh, very impressed with him. And um, probably the standout player on the day um, over the 90 minutes is João Moutinho. Yeah, as discussed, really came into his own second half. It was exactly his type of game. Um, Fulham were allowing him a lot of the ball. Uh, he won eight tackles, which is the highest by any Wolves player in a match this season. Wow. Uh, very impressive. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, after a little dip, uh, good to see him back in form. And um, I expect him to keep his place at, at Spurs. Oh, interesting. OK, well, we'll discuss Spurs later on. Uh, not, three three not now. Um, Rui not Patricio. Now. Rui Patricio. It's just the, the errors are, are, creep, are creeping up. Really, there's been there's been a, a, quite a number in the last few games. You know, you go back to that uh, the Cardiff game. That one sticks out. There's been a couple more recently. Um, his kicking hasn't improved. He doesn't yeah. look commanding uh, when it comes to crosses and set pieces. <coughs> so yeah, I, I can't see them dropping him. I can't see them bringing John Ruddy in. But if um, he did, he did make one one very good save, didn't he? That, that, well, that's his strength, isn't it? His, his shot yeah. stopping. You know, yeah. he's, he's he's good at making saves that that you that you don't expect him to make, sort of. But yeah, the general all round game. He's yeah, he's, he's not not convincing a huge amount. I don't know if he's struggling to adapt to kind of the physicality of the uh, of the Premier League, but um, you know, uh, we'll talk about this later. Um, putting together a bit of a player of the season article 
uh, today, and but at the end of September, you know, he was probably the standout player almost at that point. Him and Martinho, but since then, yeah, it's, it's just a little bit average. Um, but if, if if he continues with his errors, and John Ruddy has, has a worldy game in, in against the FA in the FA Cup against Liverpool, then then you never know. But I'll, I'll see quite a few people on Twitter already already calling for a change in goal. You know, he's got to. He was under pressure for that punch, but but you, you you've got to be more convincing than that. And he's dropped it straight at Sessegnon's feet, and it's and it's one nil. So he's got to cut out the errors. Uh, second, not uh, not not his day. Uh, Morgan Gibbs White. Yeah, I think. Uh, do you know what? I think it'd be a good game for him in the, in the long term because um, he'll have learned a lot, hopefully, from that game in terms of how to find space when when, uh, when it's so crowded in that area. As 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 we've already said, you know, full and five at the back, and then two. Two defensive-minded midfielders, and there was just absolutely no room for him whatsoever. They pushed him a bit more further forward in the second half, and he was getting a bit of joy. And, and then he got substituted, so it wasn't here. It wasn't his game. It wasn't his game. But it's only his sixth start ever in a league match. It's got to be remembered. He's 18. He's on a learning curve. He's had a fantastic few weeks, um, and like I said, hopefully he'll learn a lot from it, and I'm sure he will. And uh, last not. Um Got, gone, gone has oh a damn try way, and now it's oh a damn try all right. I thought you were going to pick Neves actually, but um, yes, Traore as well. Well, um, I mean, just talking about the players who play. I mean, we're going to discuss Neves later on, but um, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, just had, um, forty-five minutes and didn't didn't really do do enough to justify selection. You know, kind of. A, Insinuated that he got his <coughs> team selection wrong, which was which was probably one of the, a new one on me that he admitted that in the post match presser. And um, you know, like you say, you, you look towards Traore being one of those players who he maybe wouldn't have selected um, should he get a second shot. Uh, yeah, as discussed uh, quite a few times in this podcast, I feel sorry for him. It's not his position. Um, he wasn't being given the ball in good areas. Wolves were struggling in that first half, and he was kind of the scapegoat for it when taken off at half time. Equally, he doesn't help himself. Um, his his runs are fairly aimless. His running off the ball is not good, um, and he only completed I think six passes. You know, he didn't do much with the ball. Only about seventeen or eighteen touches. An anonymous half. He'd earned his chance uh, to start again. I thought he did well against Liverpool, but Nuno and Nuno's to blame as well. He's got to get the best out of this guy. His um, his favoured position. Correct me if I'm wrong. Is Right wing, yeah, for sure. Picking the ball up from deep and running at defenders in his uh-huh. kind of mad, madcap. And he does, style. he does run at defenders. He um, does run at defenders. He does run towards the goal when when he's when his confidence is up. He will run yeah, at totally. you, and that's the last thing that a fullback wants to see is someone running at them. Yeah, totally. But so my my point is that's his favoured position, and he's made four, five, or six starts for Wolves now, and not a single one of those starts has been in his favoured position. He's either started on the left or up front. Um, and neither of those have, have looked to suit him that well. So, so, so equally, if Nuno's got not going to play this guy in, in his favoured position and the position he did so well for Middlesbrough last season, then then that's not, that that sort of takes a bit of blame away from Troy Roy as well, doesn't it? So, it's a bit of a mess. It's a bit of a mess. It's a lot of money for a player who um, hasn't done much for quite a while now. Well, let's um, I mean, let's discuss Neves. Let's let's say Neves is down as well. Then um, drop for the first time under Nuno and. Um I don't think he can have any arguments, can he? No, I mean, he, he, Nuno said it was a tactical switch, but um, it's 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 a couple of weeks overdue, really. It could have happened at any point in the last kind of month or so. He's, as we've said before, he's not looked, not looked himself, getting the basics wrong, um, not the player he was last season, struggling to find his role in the team, I think. 
So uh, hopefully a spell, a little spell out of the team. I mean, we'll see. He, he may may play at Wembley, where there's where there's going to be far more space and uh, far more t- uh, time on the ball for him. He may play at Wembley, but if not, I think a, a spell out a spell out of the team is not going to be the worst thing in the world for him. We've seen it with Jota, who came back and did very well after his little break. Um, and I think it'd be good for him to to sit on the sidelines, watch exactly what Wolves are doing on the field, and work out how how he best kind of fits into that. Sace mm-hmm. has come in and earned his chance. Matinho did great against Fulham. So if he goes back to a flat four three three four three four three, um, I'm not sure that Nevers is in, is in the team at the moment. But no. um, he'll be back. He'll be back. He's far too good not to be. Should we take some questions, Timothy? Yeah. Should we take some questions from the peeps? Uh, we, we've got a lot. Look, we, there's no way in a million years we're going to get through everybody's questions today. However, I have stored some of them for the future. So um, if you haven't uh, get one answer today, then hopefully next week when we when we do our, our first one of 2019. So uh, first one of the day is oscillating wildly. Um, and he says, as good as Johnny is, is it worth going horses for courses between him and Vinagra, depending on opposition? The latter offers a very different threat and in his small run in the team wasn't found wanting defensively. Good question. Um, I think, very good question. Um, Some really good questions well, this week. We've seen uh, Vinagra come on uh, towards the end of games. Recently, uh, in a bid to kind of stretch the play, we saw him come on at Fulham as well. He he did well. It's a shame shame for him that Johnny uh, came back earlier than expected because I, th- I thought Vinagra was kind of um, growing into that role. Looked a bit tentative in his first couple of appearances, but um, but he was getting better. Um, I think I think he's um, a phenomenal talent. Someone that Wolves have got to keep hold of. I think he could he could he could be left back slash left wing back for for many years to come in in this team. I think he's that good. And I kind of agree with that approach, really. Maybe horses for courses. You look at Palace at home in, in a couple of weeks. Um, I think he'll play in yeah. the FA Cup game as well against Liverpool. Um, we've already seen him. We've got Man City away in a couple of weeks. He's, he's certainly played very well there in the past and showed mm. Cole Walker a thing mm. or two. So, <coughs> yeah, I, um, I, I, I agree with that approach. I think it, sh- it shouldn't be Johnny Shirt every single week. And Vinagre offers something different. I mean, he should be looking at the opposition uh, for more of an attacking approach, getting to the byline. Then Vinagre will be your man for that. Simon Rickards. Simon hey. Rickards asks, please tell us about your missing <coughs> 48 hours in the run-up to Christmas. Oh, God. <laughs> you did put a tweet out saying, um, um, first of all, started with a couple of beers and then and 48 hours later, dancing around a, what is it, a, clay, is it a clay, maple. That's around a maple. It's a Simpsons thing. Yeah, yeah, I'll put that, yeah, out, yeah, put, yeah. Put that out at two in the morning on, mm. uh, I think on Christmas Day. Mm. Um, uh, yeah, no, went to, went to Blast Off uh, To where? The, What's that? Some sort um, of NASA launch <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it is Oh, very good Oh, what is it? <laughs> <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a nightclub It's a night oh, it? every, single, every single week when I was a wee nipper uh, right. used to have the Civic It's, it's indie Indie slash alternative tunes. Oh, right on my street, this is by the way. It's uh, it's cheap and cheerful. It's cans of red stripe everywhere, and everyone's just oh, there to have a, to have a good time. Um, on Christmas so, yeah, Eve, anyway, man. Oh, it's God. the longest. I think it's one of the longest running nightclubs in, in the world. Um, but they've they've stopped doing it regularly. They basically just do it once a year now. Is that because so. it's just utter dreadful? 
That was brilliant, man. Oh, some of the tunes were believable. I wish I could remember them. Um, it was uh, so anyway. They held that in Starworks in town. So that was a, that was a huge night. Don't remember much from that. And then uh, and then Christmas Eve. Christmas Eve was a big one. Went to the Red Lion in Wombun. Very very good. Good. Oh, fun. I know it well. Yeah, I know it well. Yeah. <laughs> we go there every sing- every single year with the same group of mates without fail. Um, but it's a bit different this year. Um, so basically, when you go to the Red Lion, you go through the main door and then you can even mm. turn right. And if you turn right, you go into like the family family pub. It's very nice, uh, okay. soft, quiet, quiet music. Okay. Or you can go, or you can go left to the rave room, <laughs> where uh, it's darkly lit with like with like flashing white lights. It's karaoke. It's hard house. Uh, it's bizarre. <laughs> this tiny okay. little pub in the in the corner of Wombun. Anyway, uh, this year we braved one of the sections in the rave room. Um, and we were attracted to its decor. It had um, basically had red curtains. It's quite a small room with red curtains uh, or sheets put up all the way around the room, covered this, this, by this, this, this. This is getting more juicy by 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 the second. Covered by like white fairy lights. Okay. So it looked like not that I not that I would ever frequent a play like this, but but a it looked, boudoir. It, it looked like a, a gentleman's club. Basically, yeah. so 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 somebody told me you would um, never, never and, be seen dead in one of them, Tim. And it was bizarre; it's absolutely bizarre. Uh, so we asked someone what was going on. They said, "Oh, we set it up as a kind of a Santa's grotto." We had and we, had, we had the kid, we had the kids in a few days ago. I bet Honestly. they did. So bizarre. I'll have to tweet out a picture, and people know what I'm talking about. Um, so yeah, that was good. So yeah, Christmas Day morning well, uh, wasn't great, but. Um, well, it's got to be done this time of year. And, uh, yeah, yeah, of course it does. Of course it does. Um, great, great, great question. Oh, I just love this name. Bebe Lobo. Bebe Lobo um, asks, why can't we play through the middle once in a while? We seem to be overly reliant on the wingbacks. On a couple of occasions yesterday, well, it's two days ago. It should have been yesterday, uh, Bebe Lobo, but someone didn't have their microphone. On, on a couple of occasions yesterday, Raul was screaming for a forward pass to the brilliant Zhao, or from the brilliant Zhao, but he opted to go wide. Raul was frustrated on both occasions. Why can't we play through the middle a little bit more, Tim? Couldn't agree more. You look at that, look at that goal against Chelsea where um, Gibbs White does a little burst through the middle and then, and then slips in Jimenez. Uh, playing him off the last man, and it, and it's one all. I, I couldn't agree more. A uh, bit more of a direct uh, approach at times. Wouldn't go amiss. I'm not sure Martinez quite got the pace to, to break from midfield in that manner. Um, but yeah, there, there have been occasions. Yeah, certainly. Last season as well with Neves, um, they they always, well, <coughs> the tactic against Fulham certainly in the second half, as Nuno said afterwards, was to. Um, Pass side to side. Uh, I saw a few people on Twitter kind of saying, "Oh yeah, Matinho was great, but every single time he got the ball, he passed it side to side." That was that was what Nuno had instructed them to do because they wanted to stretch Fulham as wide as they could um, to try and find those uh, pockets of space uh, in between them in the box. So, um, so that so in that particular instance, yeah, that was that was Nuno's direct instructions: play side to side and try and try and stretch them out. So, but I, I agree, I agree. There were occasions like we saw for that Chelsea goal where Jimenez can play off the last man, certainly. Richard Gorton, uh, we make goal scoring look difficult. We should try and find a clinical finisher, even an ageing one. If needed, sell Costa and or Bonatini. We need that goal scorer. And he says, oh, sorry, you wanted a question. Do you think we'll get a goal scorer? <laughs> Lots of negativity today. Mm, there, is, there is a little bit of negativity. Sometimes yeah, it's frustrating, the negativity, I feel. Well, it's all, it's, that's Wolves fans. It only takes one point from two matches and, and they all come out again. Mm, um, I know, but... I think that's, 
it sounds stupid, I guess, against the bottom side, but that, that wasn't an easy game. I, th- I think they, they, they didn't. Not bad they, they, Fulham will stay up. Uh, we, we know how yeah. good they are from last season. They, yeah. They'll they'll stay up. I mm-hmm. think they've got a good team, mm-hmm. um, and that it's it's the the point is fine. It's yeah. absolutely fine to get a point Agreed. there. It's just a shame they get to Spurs on Saturday, but you never know. Um, will they sign a goal scorer? Goal scorer? Mm. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think they probably will. I think that and a defender are their, their priorities for January. But we'll we'll see. Yeah, we'll see what happens in the coming weeks. But um, I would predict they'll bring one in because Bonatini's just a wasted sub at the moment. You know, yeah. they're, chasing, they're chasing the game at Fulham, um, and uh, and where is he? He's he's not even bought off the bench anymore. So no, he's um, he's he's a wasted sub. Stuart Hill. What's the story with Kilman and where has Dendonka gone again? Kilman. Uh, so, Kill yeah, Dendonka, uh, ill, genuinely ill. A lot of scepticism about this, but no, I spoke to a couple of people at the club. He walked in on Christmas Day not looking great. Well, I, I, I'm not surprised him. I have celebrations he had on Christmas Day <laughs> and the morning before training. <coughs> uh, so, yeah, um, no, very much ill he was. And Courtney Hawes, I think, travelled with the team down to Fulham, but, um, but was ill as well. Um, I, think this, I think they got the same bug. So. Yeah, uh, Kilman, uh, Maximilian, as mm. his, to give him his full name. Uh, shout, I thought it was going to be Maximus, but it's Maximilian. Um, Anything with a Max in there is a strong, strong name. It's a strong man. I was, you know, I was thinking in the middle of the Fulham game that I might might call my kid Maximus. <laughs> Goodness me! No, what about the ones that are already there in all parts of the world, far flung? No, but sure, like, must Gladiator, be a Max. Gladiator oh. is one of my favourite films. Have you ever seen it? I have. A, do you know what? I saw it for the first time about, I think it was last year. And, and whether it's because I watched it in 20, 2018 or 2017 and not when it first came out, but I was like, meh, it was all right. What? Didn't know what the fuss was about, didn't get it. Strength and honour, man. Come on. Nah, meh, it was okay. It was, it was, it was watchable. It wasn't, it wasn't a bad movie, but I, I didn't think it was as good as what people, people go Mate, crazy about. Mate, it's one about. of the best stories of all time. There's such a strong character as well. Strong name, Maximus, Maximus. I wish I was called Maximus. I wouldn't be a bloody journalist, would I? <laughs> no, you definitely would not. Max Kilman, yeah. Um, um, young guy, left-sided centre-half, a big lad. Big boy. Um, got, a good, got a good touch for a big lad because uh, he yeah, came through futsal. Mm. Where, um, and, uh, yeah, nice story. Nice story and playing very well for the under-23s by all accounts. So, and obviously... Um, Doing well enough to be next in line, um, but from nowhere the, really. The pick of the under twenty threes, yeah. So good, good for him. Good for him. We may never see him again, or we may see a lot of him. But apparently, he's been doing, he's been doing very well in training, um, and yeah, it's good for him. We may, we may see him sooner rather than later. May see him for the Liverpool FA Cup game. You never oh know. yeah, you never know. You never know. But uh, Paul Reed, um, when he was around at Judas House baking in inverted commas, did you have a room dedicated to you? And it's very quick. <laughs> he's put the, the, the picture of Alan Partridge there, which is the the, the, yeah, the super fan, absolutely crazy. Oh yeah, brilliant. Uh, but we we did our Christmas special on Christmas Day. I thought I quite enjoyed it. The, the, the gingerbread was was edible, just. And um, we, that was probably a two and a half hours that we crammed into a 35-minute extended spectacular. It was an extremely long video. Fair play <laughs> to people anyone who sat through that. Yeah, fair play, although I feel like halfway through the afternoon when people are bedding down and, and you're feeling terrible and you just want to avoid the kids, I think maybe, you know, that might have been a bit of a, a bit of light relief in, in between Coronation Street and EastEnders. Oh, EastEnders. I haven't seen oh. it for a year. Very good. Oh, you like it, do you? Yeah, what's well, it's good on Boxing Day. That's Which when I saw box, it. Was Boxing Day when Alfie got Alfie got smacked, smacked around back head. 
Or was that Christmas yeah, Day? Did you see the end? Oh, he disappeared. Unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable did scenes. See, did you see last night's episode? No, what? No, oh, was he back? Oh. Go on. Get, get yourself, get yourself on camera. Well, I don't, I don't want to spoil it for the peeps if they've got it on. Well, well you've, well, you've already spoiled Boxing Days. So. Well, that's true, actually. Well, let's just go the full hog game. D- just, just put your, put your yeah, um, fingers, now, fingers in your ears, yeah. Turn, turn off. And actually, don't, don't, don't bother turning back on again, to be fair. You're not going to miss <laughs> much. Um, yes, yeah, so, so Alfie, Alfie last seen in, in a car with the kid. Um, and then Phil, Phil Mitchell comes in and gives Alfie and the kid um, some, some forged passports. And then it was his decision. Does he stay or does he go? Dum, dum. Nice. Classic. That's classic. Uh, Vargas 12. Hi, Tim. Question. Fosin is probably happy with the table position, but probably not by the results against lower sides like Fulham, Huddersfield and Cardiff. Do you see players like Costa? This is a second question. There's quite a few of these. Costa being one of the main people to be sold to free up money to strengthen. Or will any just be incoming, just be loanees? I'd be surprised if they sold uh, sold anyone from the first team in, in January. I really there's a would. lot. There's a lot of. There's a lot of not hate, but but frustration at Costa. <sighs> there is, but you know, as Jeff Shee said, held as my boy, um, and Nuno clearly loves him as well, and has played him a lot, even when he's been not at his best, and still relies on him. And I think if you look at the, the you know the Jota injury, you know we hope he's back for Spurs, but we won't see. Then they're a bit light in those in those forward areas we, we, when one of them is missing. So. And Traore is not firing. It's an issue. It's an issue, but I think it's one they'll they'll look at in the summer for me. And um, if they do wait until the summer, then Costa's got five months to prove that he can be a Premier League player because at the moment he doesn't look up to it. Justin, should the squad and staff at Wolves be praised um, or not by fans for, for currently sitting 10th on 26 points halfway through their maiden Premier League season? I'm asking because I'm struggling to comprehend why there is so much negativity. Well... Interesting. I had uh, I had quite a heated debate in the Dog and Doublet at oh. midnight uh, the other day with a Southampton fan who was with the delightful, very nice. Uh, sorry for pronouncing wrong. Lobos Wolves. You know oh, the Lobos. Lobos Wolves thing. Yes. Yes. Um, who you might think is some kind of um, exotic uh, Portuguese Cray-cray. guy. Mm-hmm. No, just some random bloke from Wolverhampton, like top <laughs> lad he was. Um, <laughs> but a really nice, really nice guy. Uh, and his mate was a Southampton fan. And he was kind of saying, like, Wolves fans should be happy with 17th this season. That's the only thing that they should be happy with. And I was I was trying to say to him, you know, no, no. this um, The expectations come from the club. The club wants to be in the top half of the Premier League this season. <coughs> They've been very... Ambitious, uh, certainly in the language they've used. You know, people like Laurie Dalrymple, Kevin Thelwell. You know, they're here to do something decent in this in this Premier League. They're not just here to stay up. They've said that all along. The stated aim is is top half of the table. Not that they've really said it publicly, but that is the aim. It's top ten. They're there at the moment. They should be very happy that they're there. Uh, they've got issues against the, um, the the lower teams that stop them playing. Uh, they all know that it's something they've got to work on. But the the talent is there. The players are there. The managers there. Um, and they're where they want to be. They're they're on track. They're doing very very well. Um, and I think I think they should be looking for tenth this season, given the money they spent, given how good they were last year, and given how the season's gone so far. I think uh, top half's got to be the target. Uh, John Charlesworth asks, um, as there seems to be a resurgence in form for Manchester United, an improvement in performances from clubs such as Leicester and Everton, do you still think the possibility of finish in either sixth or seventh spot is still achievable? Oh, interesting. Whoa. Interesting. Whoa. Can Wolves finish sixth? That is an Whoa, interesting can, one. Can, well, well, can they finish sixth, Tim? <coughs> of course they can, Nathan. Of course they can. Two games yep. ago, they were one point from sixth place. 
Yeah. Um, yes, now they're six points off. Man United, a couple of good results. Uh, surged ahead now, four points ahead of seventh they are. But um, I think they've got the... Uh, the the um the most textbook new manager bounce in history really at Old Trafford you know the gloom has been lifted for Mourinho and and I think any ex Man United player could have come in and um, overseen a couple of victories against Cardiff and Huddersfield so my point is you know we don't know what's going to happen with Man United um they'll try and strengthen in January but we don't know they could end up having a terrible end to the season Solskjaer didn't do well at Cardiff so you know his managerial abilities are unknown anyway this is a Wolves podcast not Man United my point is 6th place potentially up for grabs but certainly 7th um, it's Leicester there at the moment after two phenomenal results below that you've got Everton you know just spanked 6-2 was it by Spurs yeah. then Watford then Wolves then Bournemouth West Ham Brighton all these teams so inconsistent it's the team that's, that strings a run together that, that can get that seventh spot. Um, who knows what how will happen Man United above that. But Wolves can, can, can challenge for Europe this season. They can. They're good enough. Whether they will remains to be seen. Personally, mm. I think they'll finish ninth or tenth where they are now. But they can they can push for seventh, absolutely. Um, Andy Hodge, what present are you taking back for a refund? <laughs> uh... <laughs> Uh, oh. No, nothing. No, I can't say. No, nothing. Oh no, no, no! You can't. Otherwise, you want you want a bed to, to sleep in tonight. <laughs> uh, no, yourself. Uh, I've, I've got I've got a couple of couple of interesting sweat sweaters and and, and, and <laughs> V necks that yeah they're they're on the way back. To be fair, it could be eBay at a, 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 um, a buy it now near you. I think yeah, not great. But apart from well, that, got, it, was, um, it was pretty good. I got FIFA nineteen. Um, Molyneux on it for the first time it looks oh. gorgeous are you excited to play have you played it yet yeah played it. Play, I played a couple of Wolves games last night Molyneux honestly it looks so good oh, decent decent I haven't played a console game in years to be honest worth it or not I don't know you have time man to be honest uh, just, just a bit of time here and there a bit of light relief yeah, if, any, okay. if anyone wants to play me then uh, then what, what's your know. name Tim what's your name on, on FIFA uh, I can't remember, but if anyone if anyone I like wants to play me, then yeah, just drop me a little message. Um, Carl, two more two more questions before we move on. Um, is Connor Cody's place under threat next season? Seems to be at fault for a number of goals lately. Not saying he hasn't had a good season, just it could be an area to upgrade in the summer. Well, it's they'll know now. I think I think Nuno will know which which players he wants to upgrade on next season. Personally, I don't think Cody will be one of those. Um, I think you'll be looking at upgrading um, on Bennett. Um, certainly, the forward players. You um, might be looking at might be looking at the wing backs. We don't know what's going to happen with Johnny if they're going to sign him permanently or not. So he'll know now. And I, I think I don't think we'll see a massive massive amount of change next summer. But I think um, five or six of the team will stay, and he'll he'll upgrade as it were, or look to upgrade um, in other positions. Personally, I think Cody will stay. I think I think I think he offers more more than just his football ability. I think he's, he's the heartbeat of this team. He's the captain. He's the leader. I think if you took him out of this team now and you sold him, then it would be very damaging indeed. And I think he's good enough to to improve as well. I think I think he's getting better. Um, yes, made a couple of mistakes recently, but but they all have. Okay, uh, actually two more. This is quite a good question, Richard. Richard Lee, um, from where are we sitting? It's seen that Nuno had got the players to play a hoofing long ball game in the first half. Was this the last chance saloon of tactics for Traore? He came off and suddenly we kept it along the floor and looked so much better. 
they did look better, but they, they still struggled to create chances in that second half. That was more their natural game, playing it on the floor. They were a little bit long ball. They did that Cardiff as well, uh, n n not to great success. So, no, I, I don't think we'll be seeing that uh, again anytime soon, to be honest. Last one, Kieran Goodwin. Uh, does Neves need an extended ab absence from the team in order to get his form back? Yeah, as, as discussed earlier, I, I, I don't know about an extended absence, but certainly a couple of games and then and then we'll see we'll see how they're getting on. Um, if Matinho can play four games in quick succession, it remains to be seen as well. So he may get his chance uh, back in sooner rather than later. But uh, as I've already said, I think Sace should definitely still be in the same. Good questions from the peeps this week, Tim. Mm. Very, very good. Have you got any good emails for me? Any good emails? Have I? Have you? Good emails. Have That's you got good. any decent emails? I'm assuming we've had a few that have come in. I know you probably try and respond to everyone individually when you get the chance, but are there any that, that have um, stood out for you over the last few days? Hayden Jevons oh, says, Hayden. one of our regulars, Hi fellas, do you see a future for Johnny at Wolves once his loan expires? For me, he's a bog-standard wing-back, and keeping him at the club will hamper the development of Vinagra and Giles. Mm. Um, I think he's done right. Um, I think he's very good defensively. Yeah. Um, not as good offensively, but certainly good against the big teams. He's very good against Liverpool. Um, I don't know how much the uh, option is for, actually, which will kind of sway it either way. But um, Atletico, What was he bought for? He was bought for, what, £7 million was he? Yeah, something like that. Came? And Atletico signed him up on a long-term deal, so it's going to be up to them, isn't it? But um, I think they've got an option to buy him. So we'll see. I quite like him. I quite like him. I, I wouldn't, I'd say he's, he's better than bog standard. He's very, very good at stopping other teams' play, and I think he's a good player to have in the squad. Personally, um, Hayden also asks. Also, for Tim, would you, as a journalist, prefer if Nuno was a bit more animated and gave more interesting answers during press conferences? Wow, um, he's a bit. He's a bit. He's very repetitive. He gives the same. I know exactly what he's going to say to eighty percent of the of the questions that he's given. Doesn't give a lot away. I think that's. I think that's a good thing from a club point of view. Um, and often he hasn't really needed to explain himself because Wolves have been winning. Um, I thought he spoke very well during that during the recent losing run. But he's yeah he does he does change whether they're winning or losing. <laughs> Last season he just um, he didn't he didn't care he didn't want to do press conferences. He felt like no. he, didn't, he didn't have to explain himself at all because they were top of the league they were winning. Mick McCarthy was very much the same uh, by all accounts. But when they'd won. And were winning, he was kind of didn't really feel the need to speak to the press. Mm -hmm. Whereas when they're losing, it's kind of like, well, I need to explain to the fans what's going on. Um, you know, uh, to try and keep them on side, I guess as well. You know, this is what we're trying to do. Yeah. So Nuno is, is better. He's better after a defeat. Yes, of course. Yeah, he's not. Um, he's not quite. He's not quite as, as bland as Kenny Jacket in terms of his answers. But um, it would be nice to have a bit more from him because you know it's in him. I've, I've, you know, sat down with him a couple of times when it's been just written press, you know, not a press conference. Um, and he did a thing with coaches, coaches' voice, which is excellent. I'd, I'd advise anyone to watch it. He did this thing where he explained his tactics and his managerial career. He got it in him to to give a lot more of himself and his personality. But also, I know that he's kind of an a bit of an introvert. Really, he might may not come across that way, but. I don't think he likes sharing him, sharing himself, and certainly not his private life. Um, on camera. A bit like you, Tim, and and to the press, and to, you know what? I'd be exactly the same. You know, why the hell? Why the hell should he um, expose himself, so to speak? So um, everybody's different. He's an exceptional manager, and that's real. That's all that matters, really. Absolutely. Anything else for me? 
Uh, Paul Mansell, one of our regulars, Merry Christmas to you oh, both. Oh, Merry Christmas, Pazza. Uh, do you think our lack of creating chances comes down to style or personnel? Do we upset the balance of our defensive solidity if we try and change this too much? Uh, I think it's down, I think it's down to personnel, personally. They were creating a lot of chances last season. Um just think they're finding it a bit difficult with the big step up. And but also, you know, you're 19, you're 19 games into a season as well. I mean, teams have, have got done their research now. They haven't done it before. They've seen how Wolves set up. They've worked some players out. I mean, they've got to adapt as well. It's not as easy as just, you know, horses for courses, putting your best players in and expect to be creating chances because that's why Premier League teams, and they've got so many analysts now and, and people looking at exactly what, what's happening, that they, they, they try, and, you know, try and combat that, don't they? It's difficult. They've got to find another way sometimes. <coughs> very true. Well said. Darren May, uh, thanks for your email. I didn't ask you a question, but thank you very much, sir. Uh, keep them coming. And finally, a very good one from Amar M, who has been in touch before, Mass Wolf. Oh, Hi Tim and Nathan Hello. Firstly I'd like to apologise I was meant to email straight after the live podcast But due to work commitments I didn't have any time available I did attend and what a night it was uh, I took the missus Although she's not, she isn't quite an ENS enthusiast She now understands uh, why I none listen None of us are Why I listen to you guys religiously every week So I'd like to say thank you for putting on the live edition And I'd also like to ask if all fellow first timers Would get a special loyalty discount For the next live poddy Not sure about that Bloody hell, it was only a fiver <laughs> uh, I've just finished watching the Christmas cooking video And as usual it was full of great banter And teamwork um, also, I believe Judah is earning too much to have a kitchen like that. It wasn't. It wow. wasn't Judah's kitchen. We it wasn't my kitchen. We we rented we rented a showroom for the day. It was very nice. I really um, appreciate um, IKEA for uh, for letting us do that. That wasn't that was in the the DMs from you. They they offered their kitchen for use, which is which is very nice of them. Interesting answer. My second question this week relates to Tim and his filthometer. Oh, filth! Pronounced filthometer. Oh, filthometer. I'm not sure. Still, sure. still, um, still haven't heard that word for a long time. Feel free to adopt this phrase for further use, as I have a sports journalism degree. Oh, God, competition. Oh, God. Oh, God. Uh, and I've had practice coming up with such puns. What will it take to get a strike on your filthometer? Oh. Perhaps something Townsend-esque, Andros Townsend? Or perhaps something and- a bit more, sim- bit, bit more simple. Um, what does it take to please a man such as Mr. Spears? Well, yeah, better get the missus in for this one. Um <laughs> Oh, dearie me. It's, uh... <laughs> this, is, this, is, this has gone blue very quickly. Sorry, um, everyone. What um, does it take? Yeah. Jimenez is, if Jimenez had banged that in for them, then that would have been filth. Yeah, that was pretty dirty. It was, mm. um... Yeah, there's been a lack of filth this year. It didn't... It, the, <laughs> it, it's, um... There was a lot last Apart year. Apart from Pop World. I was thinking on Christmas Day. How do you remember last year someone put together a filth... Uh, card, Christmas card. Yes, I did. Yes, I can't, can't remember the name of the chap, but um, well, you probably blocked him by now. To be honest, it's been a year. <laughs> I haven't blocked anyone in ages. I oh, know I did block someone the other day. Um, I'll tell you, I'll tell you why later. I can't actually say on the podcast. Okay, okay. Um, yeah, the filth. Uh, yeah, someone put together a Christmas card. They printed off all my filth tweets and it filled a Christmas card. It's absolutely fantastic. But this season, yeah, not as many. Um, Neves came up with most of them last year. Something something really... Like Gibbs White, when he took on those two players against Chelsea, that was very good. It can be something as simple as that. It could be a little twist or a little turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you remember a Bolly? Little, a little ping, ping the ball from, ping, from right yeah, to left. Like when, when Bolly did that against Derby last year, he, yeah. he flicked the ball over somebody's head in the away game at the start mm. of the season. Something like that. Uh, a long-range boomer, obviously, which we haven't seen too many of this season, have we? Mm, no. Um, so it, it, can, it can be something. It can be something very simple as a gesture or or a, a simple touch. 
But yeah, there hasn't been much this season. I will I will keep a close eye. Apparently Johnny did something quite filthy um during the Fulham game and someone tweeted me saying, Where was your filth tweet? But I missed I missed that. I haven't actually seen that. Ah. Uh so hopefully there'll be something during the Spurs game. Very good question, Mass Wolf, and I hope to I hope to give you some filth uh, in the near future. Absolutely. Um any any other anything else? I for think us that'll or? do. Great stuff, right? I mean, sometimes Tim, it, yeah. it's quality and not quantity. And this week, hopefully, you've got a bit of quality because it is time for abuse of the week. Abuse of the week. Abuse of for the last time in 2018. Ah. We. My, my my dogs are looking looking very strangely at me in the apartment at this moment <laughs> in time. Um, but, um, yes, Timothy Spears, for the last time in 2018, it's been a memorable year for abuse. Uh, what have you got to finish off the year? 2K18, baby. What have yeah. we got? Just a little bit. Ooh, just a little Ooh, just bit. just a little bit. Of oh, abuse this week. Just a little bit. Moo, just a little bit. Ooh, just a little bit more. So, uh, give yeah, me just, just the, a little bit more. See, so yeah, j- just the one, just the one this week. But it's it's a decent one. That's another one. song. That's another song. Just the one. What was it? Levelers. The Levelers. We haven't got time for this. Okay. Um, after the Liverpool game, we did our little video, as usual, and on the YouTube uh, page, there was a lot of people, uh, Liverpool fans, who'd watched it. Um, and Tommy Robinson. Not sure if that's the. Tommy Robinson I right. hope not I hope he's not on the Express and Star or, or YouTube mm. um, is this the banker who's been saying Fabinho isn't happy and don't be surprised if he goes to PSG what a knobhead how do people get paid for this SHIT get gone your wally what? So, obviously, a Liverpool fan has got a bit confused. Um, he hasn't realised it's a Wolves video. Oh, and no. he thinks I've been saying that Fabinho isn't happy and don't be surprised if he gets to PSG. So, Tommy, not happy with me. Liverpool no reporter, Timothy Spears. <laughs> uh, so, there you go. Thanks for that. Tommy, that's it for this week. Excellent news. Um, Tim, do you, know, do you know what a lot of people do uh, to start the new year, New Year's resolution? What? They, they, they make some. They make some home improvements. Do you know that they make some home improvements? That's the best thing to do. I've got a lot. I've got a lot of stuff to get on with my house. You're never quite happy. You need to change a few things, um, and, and it's an expensive business, Tim. But if you want a one-stop shop for all your DIY and building products, go to Wolverhampton oh. Building Supplies, our superb sponsor, family-run business that's small enough to care and big enough to cope. From fitting an outside tap to building a complete house, they provide all the materials you need at the best local cost. We, 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 know, we know Simon and the team very well. Uh, Tim, I think you would, um, you would um, go with me in saying that they, these are the peeps to go and see. They're the ones that I would see. I fully endorse Wolverhampton Building Supplies. Absolutely superb. Shall we move on to, I know you've been doing a little piece, Tim, um, 2018, it's been a magnificent year, it's been a magnificent six months in the Premier League. Who has been your player of the season so far? Uh, yeah, just to write a little piece today, I'll stick it out on Twitter in a bit, um, just as player of the season so far, because it's the halfway point um, and I've got nothing else indeed. to do today so I thought I'd write that um, so uh, yeah it's um, for me because 
well, in a few months' time, we'll all be saying who's the player of the season going to be. So far, if you were to do it right now, personally, I would say it's probably between... Uh, don't tell me, don't tell me. Okay, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, I know, no. I wanted, to, I wanted to try and second-guess you, but I've got... Go one. on, no, you're two players, go on. Okay, I would say Jimenez. Yeah. Um, and I would say... No, I'm going to say Jimenez. Is, Jimenez has been my standout. And I, it sounds maybe, maybe it's a bit silly, but I still think Matt Doherty's right up there. Yeah, it doesn't sound silly at all. That's, that's oh. that would be my other choice as well. Oh, cool. Absolutely, yes. it doesn't sound silly. He's been phenomenal. Like goals and assists output is excellent. Some he gets so much stick, Tim. He gets so much stick. Oh, from the it's outstanding performances in in September and October in, in particular. But even when he's not, even when he's not playing brilliantly, uh, like, like at Fulham, you know, he's still solid and uh, very rarely makes mistakes. He's made the step up, and you cannot forget this guy was in League One with Wolves a couple of years ago, and he's come from Bohemians in Ireland. You know, made the step up to the Premier League. I've seen a Premier League team of the season today so far, and he's in it, which shows you the impact he's made. Brilliant. Very, very, very good. And Jimenez, yeah, exceptional. Five goals, five assists. Led the line superbly. Not been helped by those around him at times, I think, as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, leading the line on his own, really, at times, with not, not much creative help around him. He's been very, very good. Also, shout-outs, really, to Matinho, who, yes, had a bit of a dip recently, but was was back at Fulham and started the season very well. And then I think there's, a, there's probably... a you, you leave the fours out of it and you leave uh, Nevers out of it because he hasn't been his best. Johnny has been solid, but not at Doherty's level. And Patricio, uh, as we've said, has made a few mistakes. So the, so the, so the other three are the three centre-halves. I don't think there's much to, to, to pick between them. Um, Bennett would probably be the one that stood out until the last couple of games. He's, yeah, he's um, yeah. Ma- made a few errors and not been at his best. But y- you can make a case for saying that all three centre-halves could be in your kind of top five, I think, of, of the season. Cody's been exceptional, been a real leader. Bolly, really? I think so. I think I think I think he struggled at the start, and I think he's improved a lot. Um, and Bolly as well. Bolly made a slow start and, and has improved as well. Um, ben, it's probably been the most consistent one of of all of them. Um, I'm very impressed with how he's made the step up. So no, I was surprised you said Bolly, not Bennett. I thought was, I thought Bolly was interesting. Shout. There's a bit to be up there. I think. Uh, he's I don't think he's had, the he's best had of a pretty him, good run. He's he's not okay. been at his best, but um, but yeah, the three centiles have, have all done well. But yeah, for me, Doherty and, and Jimenez followed by. Matinho would probably be probably be the order at the moment. When we, when we next speak to him, it will be it will be um, into January and, and the time to time for that crazy window that crazy window that will be will be on there on the thirty first at eleven o'clock in the evening at Express and Star Towers. I'm sure there will still be some business that um, Wolves will try to be to, to, to get done. Um, hopefully they get them in sooner rather than later. If anyone, do you expect them to be very active or just moderately a, a little a little a little change here or there? I think moderately. I mean, they brought a couple of strikers in last January, didn't they? Rafa Mir. Uh, I remember him. <laughs> and, uh, and Benicophobi. Um I can see them. I mean, they they really wanted to sign a wing-back uh, back in August. Remember Zinchenko, which fell through on the, yeah. on the penultimate day. So <coughs> I think the chances are they'll be back in for a wing-back. I mean, they are a bit light in that area. Uh, and I think centre-half as well. And I think striker. I think mm. that's what they'll be looking at. So we go to Wembley. Sp- we Wembley, go to Wembley. 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 We're the famous Wolverhampton. Now we're going to Wembley. 
Wembley against the Tottenham side who are bang out of form, Tim. They are on a horrendous run. Um, if you look like uh, 3-1 against, against Southampton, 2-0 against Leicester, drew 1-1 at the new camp against Barcelona, beat Burnley 1-0, um, then lost to, lost to Tottenham. Um, sorry, lost, sorry, beat Arsenal 2-0 beat Everton 6-2 and have just beaten thwacked Bournemouth 5-0 and now Wolves go to Wembley. Um, look, th- this is going to be an absolute huge bonus if they get something there, but never say never. Hey, I remember 2009, uh, Wolves went to White Hart Lane. Spurs' previous home game, they'd beaten Wigan 9-1 uh, and Wolves went and won their 1-0. Kevin Doyle oh. with an early cheeky goal. So it can happen. It can happen. Will it happen? Probably not. But it can. It can on their day. Um, Spurs' good run will end at some point. It has been a phenomenal run since they lost to Arsenal in the league. Yeah, you've just reeled off the results, including that Barcelona one, of course, which kind of went under the under the radar a little bit. I think it did a little bit. Yeah, you're right. Liverpool Liverpool went through that night, and everyone everyone preferred that because Liverpool are the media darlings. But they are exceptional. One of the form teams in the country. Goals galore. Phenomenal last couple of games, but 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 Wolves are good against the big teams. They've proved it time and again this season. They enjoy it. They enjoy the extra freedom, the space from that big fat Wembley pitch. They'll like that. Uh, it may be it may it may be an absolute classic. It may be let's it may be let's see if we can outscore each other. It could be a real classic oh. like that. Or Spurs could completely blow them away. I mean, they are they are something else at the moment, aren't they? I mean, you know, you look at Harry Kane; he's almost taken a back seat recently to to, to, to the likes of Son. I mean, just just superb, yeah. really. They can they can hurt you. And there's, I think, out of that, those eleven players, there's seven or eight of them who know exactly where the back of the net is. So they're going to no. have to be at the very best. And, and Wolves could play a lot better than they did against Fulham, <coughs> and I mean, a hell of a lot better, and, and, and still get beat. And that's just the nature of, of, of the Premier League. No, totally. And Spurs could even rest players the other day. You know, Trippier and Davis, the, the fullbacks were rested. They played Walker Peters and, and Rose instead. They've got Lamella who can come in. Walker uh, Peters had three assists. Yeah, Deli Ali didn't play play the other day. He's he could be back in. Davinson Sanchez was on the bench, so yeah, they've got a better squad than people give them credit for as well. So it's um it's a bit of a daunting prospect purely because they've scored eleven in in two games, but Wolves, as we've seen time again, will rise to the occasion. They um they went to a massive stadium, uh, the Olympic Stadium, and, and beat West Ham one 0 They weren't overawed by. 55,000 and there won't be as many in Wembley tomorrow I don't think because they've got a severely reduced capacity so um, they'll enjoy the big pitch they'll enjoy the challenge what's it, what's going to be really interesting for me is how does Nuno approach it I think I think I know how he'll approach it but would he would he go defensive would he kind of go for um, three midfield as we've seen a bit recently it works well against Chelsea or does he do what he did at Arsenal which is go 3-4-3 Costa Cavalero on either wing and really in a kind of a passive aggressive manner smash them on the counter attack and try and exploit that space and get get Costa 1v1 and get Cavalero 1v1 they were brilliant that day they should have won 3-4-1 honestly they were so good for anyone who, who was there it was a great enjoyable occasion can and 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 at that point they'd lost a couple in a row they'd lost to Spurs actually and they looked so confident that day they took Arsenal on Will they do the same against Spurs? I think he will. I think Nuno will go for it, and I think we'll see a really decent game. Um, would it? 
Is it is it is it folly to say would you rest players or give them more no. of a chance to someone like Crystal Palace no. at home where they've got better you know no. more chance of three points and, and no. no or no. maybe horses no, no, for no. courses? Well, no. I'm just saying. Don't think so. Nuno's never done that, and I, I don't see him don't see him starting it now. It's a game he'll think he can get a point from at least. It's a game that they'll go and try and win for sure. So they've got an extra day with a Palace game. It's been moved to the Wednesday. I, I don't think fatigue should be a problem. He was moaning the other day. Which was a surprise to me, saying saying the fixture schedule is too congested. Wolves have Wolves have got it better than most teams because the Liverpool game was on the Friday night at the start of this run, and the Palace game is on the Wednesday night, so they've got an extra day or two there than, than most teams. Mm-hmm. They've done it time again in the Championship last season. I don't think fatigue should be an issue. Um, I think I think they'll go out and go for it with do the full you, strength side. Do you think? Okay, I'm predicting four changes. Okay, I'm going to say he's going to bring Vinagre in. Okay, for Johnny. I think Neves will come in for Moutinho and they'll play Moutinho against Palace. And I think we'll see Costa and Cav instead of Gibbs-White and Traore with hopefully Jimenez up top on his own. I don't like him on that right-hand side. I mean, he still did fine, but I'd rather have him as the focal point. That's that's my prediction. What do you think? To uh, him? I think we'll see uh, Max Kilman come in for, for Willie Bolling. <laughs> uh, no. um, the futsal I... game that will start before we... Before we... <laughs> um... I'd be very surprised if he drops Johnny, a player of such um, such defensive standing um, against a team like Spurs. I'd be very, I'd be very surprised. I know what you're saying, but I, I know I, th- I think I think they need Johnny personally to to win the ball back. He's the best tackler they've got in their whole team. But if you think it's going to be a mid, maybe a bit of a shootout, then surely you want Vinagre down that left hand side rather than Johnny to, for those overlaps. Yeah, yeah, but there's there's been attacking and then there's there's been naive and okay. I, I don't I, I don't think um, I don't mean like that I I I I I don't think I do that personally. <laughs> You've got to try and defend as well. You can't go all out yeah. attack. No, in I my agree. in my opinion, um, I think I think go three four three and bring um, Costa Cav either side of Jimenez as well. I agree with you on that one. Uh, and Martino and Sace in the middle. I think I think Neves. Do you know what I think the the most the most likely midfield change that if he is going to make one he'd play Neves and Martino and drop Sace oh, oh dog's oh. napping with that one Baloo Baloo doesn't like that change by the way Tim Not, Baloo 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 there's no one there incredible scenes he's, he's, he's not happy he wants to know Baloo what's that Baloo Will will Triori get another go from nowhere on a big pitch? He's asking. <laughs> Baloo, honestly. Uh, I've been so quiet for the last fifty-five minutes. No anyway. chance of Triori, do you think? Is that what? Sorry, is that Baloo's question? Yeah, that's his question. Yeah, do you think Triori, big pitch? Do you think that he he could maybe keep his place, give him one more chance? I'd be amazed. I mean, he was hauled off at half-time. I I, I think. Um, Impact sub is good for him at Wembley. Big pitch, he'll enjoy that. Yeah, that's got to be his role for me tomorrow mm. on the bench. <laughs> okay, excellent news. Anyway, Dan, if you listen to this on the way to Wembley, <laughs> keep, keep that pecker up, son. <laughs> um, right, predictions then. Uh, for the last time this year, it is Spurs. It is Wolverhampton Wanderers. I'm going to say that Wolves keep it pretty tight early on um, and, and Tottenham just run away with it um, second half. I'm going to say Wolves nil, Spurs two. Um, every time I've predicted that they, that they lose, they, they go on and um, get a point or win. I think the last time I predicted they lose was against, was against Chelsea, I think maybe. Well, don't predict a Wolves victory then. 
Um, I think they can. Oh, I don't know. Is it foolish to say? I, I, no, sod it. I think they can nick a surprise. Oh point come on, man! In a in a two all draw. A why, two two draw. Why the hell not? Yeah. Why the hell not? Why the hell not? Look, look, look at the amount of strange results you get at this yeah. time of year. Yeah. It, and it happens when you've got games in quick succession because mm. teams in the Premier League aren't, aren't used to this. This never happens throughout the season. Four games in ten days or whatever it is. True. It's commonplace in the Championship, but that's why you get strange results at this time of year. And there could be one tomorrow. You never know. Mm. Wolves will go for it. If, if they do what they did at Arsenal, which I really hope they do, then they will, they've will. got the ability to frighten the life out of Spurs. If they can get on the front foot. They've got Attack is the best form of defence. They can't sit and defend, and they won't. But you can't go and sit and defend and try and play for nil-nil at Wembley against no. a team that scored 11-2. No. They no. won't do that. I'm convinced of it. They'll go on the attack. And I think, um, I think it could be Cavalero's day, and we'll get 2-2. Oh, wow. What a day that would be, and what a new year that would be for the Wolves fans. Uh, new Year's plans for you, Tim? Uh, unsure at the moment, but it'll. Uh, but we've got New Year's Day free, so there is no holding back. No, some of us have. Some of us have got to go to Blackburn Albion. <laughs> you looking forward to that then? Oh, way, mate. <laughs> oh dear have a great new year everyone uh, fingers crossed three points on Saturday or even a point we'll take a point um, have a great new year to all our listeners thank you so much Tim do you want to say a little a little thank you it's been a great year for us and, and a great year for them listening because they've listened to our, our dulcet to- tones yeah yeah cheers yeah Oh, come on, man. <laughs> no, I'm just no, no, we lo- absolutely love each and every one of you. Thank you so, so much. We can't wait to see what 2K19 oh, brings. Wow. And also, very. <laughs> wow, I'm down with the kids, man. No, also, like very ha- happy birthday to Adam Cox, who was turned 18 the other day. One of our favourite listeners. Oh, Coxie, fair play, son. We'll see you all at Wembley. Take care. Bye bye. <laughs>